Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, people? You're locked into the 222 Pro One Slow Podcast. Brought to you by kexunderwear.com. The best underwear in the action sport game. You ready? Everyone ready? Rolling. Ready, yeah. oh, Let's good. start. Right, well, we're, oh, back. Yeah. we're back again. For Do you know what episode we're on? No, but I'm going to guess 27. No, Big 30. Really? Yeah, we're Big 30. Catching up yours, yours lots. Mm. Used to. I hate it when I bang my chin on the mic. What? When I just bang my chin on the mic. This is a bit of a, uh, a a last minute ordeal. We They're just, good, that's better. We've all stood here and decided we've got nothing to do, so we'll do it. We've just been chatting oh. about Keith's Cafe. Should we give him a shout out? Yeah, yeah Keith Stain. I forgot the name of the. I forgot the name of it already. And I was only there, I was there for the trial run, which was last Thursday. They were like testing it out for the staff and stuff like that. Um, and I just happened to be passing and phoned him to see if it was open. And he said, yeah, come. So, Is it a motorbike calf? No, no nothing to a motorbike, just like a normal. But it's near Ashby Motor it's, Park. It's for yes. Keith's daughter. So the guy who owns Ashby Motor Park, um, I, f- I can find out the name of the cafe. So we're not sending everyone to Ashby Motor Park thinking it's. Um, well, if you ride Ashby Motor Park and you want it somewhere to go after, that's a nice after place. After or before breakfast, really good. Does Breakfast and dinner, like your typical deli-style cafe, but I was most impressed. To don't honest. worry, Keith's not serving you the food, <laughs> or he's not hanging around. It's Keith's wife and his daughter, so it's a pleasant atmosphere. Look at that, look. We're, we're less than a minute in, and we're already giving tips away of, of where to eat and what to do. It's nice. Top tier. Anyway. Should we talk about the ride day we've just done? I vlog went out last night, or did you vlog? Uh, yeah, we can talk about how Billy rushed me into posting my video. <laughs> And then 20 minutes before, I said, he's posting his foot peg one. So then mine went out. Now it's the worst watch video. He's not happy. Which I'm actually... Yours went well. Now, ex- explain to people that don't understand the back end of YouTube what posting on the same day does. You'll, you'll be able to explain I this better. I thought it wasn't... Uh, well, I, didn't, I thought we shouldn't post them together, in all honesty. It was you that thought we should. Well, realistically... For a quick YouTube lesson, when you post something on YouTube every week, the same time, every time, YouTube know that you're going to do it or think you're going to do it and then help promote your channel. We posted a video on Sunday night rather than Monday night and it flopped. But Sunday night's usual for me. Yeah, but Monday night's usual for Tommy's channel. I'll be honest, I did think it was was going to get upset on, even on like Wednesday when I was like, oh, well, my video is ready. And Raptor Raptor released the foot pegs, the 52 editions, and I'd done... 50 what? 52, yeah, that wasn't good. 57, but we've got two. One's going to get a giveaway. Should we do it? In, oh, have we announced? You've done your rap to give away, yeah. We'll talk about the ride day first, in a minute. I'll just I'll give you a bollocking first, the pair of you. Oh. We've had, we've had negative comments from our viewers. Before? You two chirping over Ben Watson last week. Yeah. <laughs> not like letting three him talk. People, that was me, though, not th- you. Three people this weekend at Western come up to us and like, good, good pass again. Would have been better if we talked more. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't realise we did that. I haven't, I haven't listened to it back. Never that. I know at the time I did talk over him quite a lot. Sorry about That's him. why I was trying to say, we get a guest on, let's talk about the guest. Yeah, no, yeah, I didn't. did talk. I don't, well, obviously. No, I sort of agree. The evidence is stacked against me. We've had more than one person <laughs> see it, so I'm not going to try and claim that we didn't do that. 
Um, so apologies. The no, next guest I, will be better. There was a reason behind it. It's I've said to Ed beforehand when we get a guest on, we need to just let them talk. And then, but with Ben on, he's talked about in a different episode, and I wanted to keep it light-hearted because he's had a tough year. And then if he'd have gone into the hole, it would have fucking. I wanted everyone to keep it chirpy, so we didn't want to send everyone away no. from our viewing. So I thought we'd keep it light-hearted. But in general, I think it was. I haven't listened to it back, but while we were having the chat, I thought it was going to do Ben the world of good to kind of he, explain his. I've point seen of him view after. I went trials riding with him a couple of days after. There's a vlog coming on that as well. But he he said he had some positive comments. He was very grateful yeah, was for them all, and he also sold a bit of merch, so he was well happy. Win win win. Fine. Apart from no one knew his story, and you upset all our viewers, but. No, I think <laughs> someone I read I read one that said best one yet. No, it was good. Right. The ride day then. So do you want to talk about that? Tommy Tommy's Backyard Designs uh Kex two pro one slow ride day that he organised all himself again. The Tommy Phil show. No, apparently you reckon you organised some this time. I think that was I was pretty heavily involved. You organised most of it, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'd done most of the website and all the other shit. Yeah, you done the behind Well realistically all you did was f- Book the track, which you do. You do. That's part of your daily life, anyway. You do that three times a week, as it is. So don't um, don't knock him. No, you don't. It, to be fair, it doesn't take much organising. The first one <laughs> did take a little bit more, and um, but in general, it was just a nice day. We went to VIPMX. Um, nice to see. Just nice to spend a day with people that watch the videos, the kids uh, ride around with the kids, and it's just it was almost just a day where you can hang out. And we was lucky with the weather. Obviously, it makes a huge difference to a day like that. So the weather was bang on. Um, and there's not really much to talk about, but it was just a, a no, mega day. Cool. And every year, it's, it's, it's cool nice day. to do. I think we don't realise, I think, how special a day it is because it's just a normal day for us to kind of hang out. Nor does anyone else because they didn't watch it because you dropped the video at the wrong time. No, they can go and watch that. Go and, and watch Tommy's watch latest video on his channel. It's well, the also, well, the reason I didn't want to drop the videos together was because they are quite different. Like, yours is actually done properly by Ed. Mine's kind of mainly just me talking about ride nutrition and then the, my GoPro. And your broken finger. Yeah, I'm being a victim about my broken finger. <laughs> no, I watched yours. It was good. But I do agree with you. And as a day, a lot of people commented that the kids... I remember days like that when I rode with someone. I still remember being at Mildenhall, watching Carl Nunn hit the jump. Um, so I can imagine the... I was probably 10 years old, so I can imagine the same thing that the kids have seen yeah, being yeah. 10 years old and then watching um, us hit the jump. So it's a nice thing to look back on. And I think uh, people said that you don't realise that you are, the kids look up to you and then when they see a day like that. So it's nice to it's nice to do that, nice to feel that we're having a positive impact. And um, I hope next year it can be bigger again, but it, it takes a little bit of organisation to not... Not so much organisation, but in the season, everyone's racing. So it's what times you do it. I'd like to do a summer one where it's a little bit more. Um, you I think can we could maybe the weather a little bit more. Yeah, we were doing a summer one in the week, though, couldn't we? Yeah, it's that holidays. goes into the evening a bit. Yeah, that would probably. I've just thought that. Um, I did also recognise quite a lot of people that were there last weekend, this weekend, come mm. up and said hello and stuff like that. Which and everyone was very positive and thankful. So no, it's good. I think. What, the one thing that we not struggle with or the one thing that we don't want to do is make it too busy that it takes you too long to then get back out on your bike. Yeah, yeah. fine line. Yeah. It's a fine line between having enough time. You need two time. tracks. Yeah, I agree. Two tracks would be good. Because we sold out with that one with a week to go and we didn't push it really that hard. If you'd 
we was going to push it again. I spoke to um, Rich at VIP and I was like, do you want to put that out? And he said, well, how many riders you got? And I told him, he's like, oh, no, like, stop it all, really. Stop the bookings because the car park, the track, you don't want it too busy, that classes are too busy, and it's quite a small track there. Um, so it's – but then it's finding the track to go to. I'd quite like to go to, like, a not so much a practice track, but, like, a track like Hawkstone Park or something. But then you forget how much is involved in running a track. Like, VIP had – Probably ten staff there on that day. Yeah, a lot. Then you've got marshals. You've got yeah, and prepping it the day before. Prepping it the day before. If you went to somewhere like Hawkstone Park, it'd be amazing. But you could probably rent the track for as cheap as what it cost us to rent VIP. But then you've got everything on top, like staff, Mm. marshals. um, I think also Hawkstone would be more. To be fair, no. Mate, yeah, but you can't see Hawkson either. That the good thing with yeah, the British practice, people have ridden Hawkson's those tracks. Not the best for interacting, really. Like I suppose, no, it's too big as well. Like yeah. you can't send sixties off into the woods and hope that they come back. <laughs> no, that's what you'd need, marshals and dads. But it was, but, yeah, um, but, but that's not what the day's about, is it? Really, the day's it's nice about that we can see. Like we could even when we weren't on the track, we can look out onto the track. Yeah, and true. But yeah, it'd be nice to let me know in the comments what where you think we should go to. But I'm just saying, like a track that doesn't get used every week. Yeah, I agree with that. Then people go like, I haven't rode there. That'd be amazing to go there. Like, yeah, but um, some people, some people hadn't ever ridden VIP. That especially people that live down like south, they drove up. One fella got two tracks in one day, didn't he? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, poor lad. lad, Yeah, he went to Apex. (laughs) Poor chap. Told me. Oh, I did see about 15 Apex all day in my request saying. Where is it? Where is it? We're at Apex. And then he'd come from Guernsey, was it, or Jersey? Jersey, one of the two. Same I Jersey. think it was Jersey. Yeah, he told me he'd been over here for four days and still managed to miss it. Give oh. him a pair of kecks, though, cheer him on. He got, he got one session, one at session the end, in. Didn't he? Bless him. I, I also did tell him he can come for free next year. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's nice. Yep. Yeah, your bit. Get loads of people <laughs> claiming that they've been at the wrong track next year. Come no, on. I know which one it was. <laughs> um, but no, it was good. Good day. And then, yeah. As Ed said, see if you can put something in the comments of where to go next year because it would be we, it needs to be bigger, but at the same time, my you can't suggestion have it too big for the track. My suggestion would be, I know the track people don't necessarily like tracks much, but fat cats for the parking facility, park everyone in a big Two circle, tracks. park us in the middle with a DJ and all that in the middle, and then mm. everyone feels like you're involved. Facility's so good there. Don't yeah. know if I meant to say this, but I think they're building the Andrew Cross track too. Yeah, so you have so Andrew Cross. Listen to this podcast, track. you get all of the. Sorry, Martin, if I'm not supposed to say that. It'd be. <laughs> is he not? No, it'll be fine. No, nah, well, um, they've released they've released dates of like this. In fact, I'm not going to say that. I think that's fine. Another Super Enduro UK cross. Yeah, I think so. Let's That'd change be subject cool. before Bill drops himself right in it. Who's running that? <laughs> I honestly don't. I, I know nothing about it. I just know that that's what's it sounds like a bit of me. To happen. You're gonna. You think you're in there? It's got that bike I think it would be good. Like I on honestly think, I'll be right round. I honestly think um, on a on a relatively easy super enduro track, like not it shouldn't be as difficult as what a world championship round is, but relatively easy. Like a lot of motocrossers could yeah. have a go because they ride so like if riding the track aggressively and hitting stuff hard and stuff like that is the, kind of the opposite vibe to how most. Enduro and especially like trials enduro riders ride. Yeah. And I think it would make such good racing seeing the contrast between like a motocross guy who's not scared of because realistically hitting a hitting a jump with a log on the top is kind of the same as hitting it with a big yeah. dip down. Yeah, that's big why he when he goes on about like scared of rocks, I think how can you be scared of rocks? It's no different to hitting a massive square edge. It just looks different, different, but if you just get your head around it and you know you're you're set and you're ready for a kick and you hit it, it's the same thing. So like 
I think a lot of motocross guys could go and actually really enjoy it and be competitive, and it would be so good to watch the contrast in styles. I know the track last year when we went to um, Thingy and Tom. I raced you. Yeah, at Tom. The track was really, really easy, but it's the same. No, like but once I, mean. I actually attacked it, it was generally enjoyable. A track, to get that that track of that difficulty, yeah. I think you could have such good racing between an enduro or even, a, even just get a trials rider and say, yeah, go around there as fast as you can. I think it would be so good to watch. Mike it's Brown, sport, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Mike Brown was competitive even in the world championship. Yeah, and he's um well, he's good at everything, but he comes straight f- basically from motocross to super enduro. And the motocross guys are going to have such that intensity in the corners, down the straights, like everywhere else. You know, they're not going to be scared of of running someone wide, and then but then obviously a lot more chance of them getting in trouble. Whereas the enduro guy is going to ride around them, less mistakes, yeah. less waste of energy. I think it would even itself out on an easy track. On an easy track, And make yeah. good race. And obviously, you're not going to make the track too difficult where everyone's, everyone's stuck no. in the level. You need to... The track needs to be thought of properly, but I, I think it could be really, really good from a spectator point of view and enjoyable. Something different for, like, the motocross guys mm. that are kind of stuck within... You know, they go at the same few practice tracks. They all race the same people on a weekend. I think for a lot of British motocross guys, it could be quite a cool avenue for them to look at. It was fun, that... That little one at Tong was real mm. fun. Yeah. I thought we well, we're trying to we're in the pipeline of trying to rebuild our one, aren't we? Yeah, yeah but mix of all sorts again because it set off originally. Ours have been intention with the intentions of kind of using it for training, which I would like to do. But I've every not time seen you ever put more, but one that's that the thing. Like the last two weeks would have been the perfect time to use it by being injured, and then it was the same the year we built it. I had something wrong with us. Mm. Like every time when the weather's been good, kind of like late September, October, when it, it is the time I need to start riding Super Enduro and the weather's good enough here, I've been injured. So, and at the same time, um, you know, the mid- middle of the winter, the weather's just not good enough in this country. You I can't rely on it. So I need to be in Spain. So it's better off being a track where we can all kind of yeah, use. Where you can just not have to be like fully in the zone, but you yeah, can actually just jump on I mean. it and enjoy a few like laps. An e- like an easy track. Bit like Tong, but a bit more jumpy, I think, because we've got the elevation and uh, so much dirt and mm. decent dirt. We make a track where we can all kind of cruise about, do some jumps, maybe some little oh, transfers. Half arena cross, half. Yeah, something like that. Oh, I think we can just build an arena cross track as well. What, build two tracks? Yeah, well, we need someone to do it, but we, we just need an over under built. Yeah, someone reckoned it cost. Yeah, we had a quote for an over under which was ridiculously sky, like hundreds of thousands, which I'm not. Well, it wasn't a quote. That. that was just what some, not someone said it was. Well, going yeah, to not a quote, but but I, I think an over under, and then you can go into that next little bit of field. Yeah, well, we'd, we're we're going to end up tearing a bit more grass up. The, the planet. Well, we're actually trying to get the two track builders that build the World no, Supercross, but no one can be asked to come. <laughs> they're quite tricky to get hold of. Justin Barkley and Alfie Smith. Get, come build our get your ass here yeah. now. We'll pay you. We will pay no, you. I spoke with Adam last night, Chatfield. He says we've got to ask Justin's missus, and then she tells him to come build the tracks. <laughs> right, we'll tell her. I said that. I said, well, I don't know. You can You're going to have so many people claiming they can drive diggers now after that. Yeah, um, I had a few. But no, it would be good. Well, I might ride arena cross. It looks like a, I probably will. So. Oh, Fucking hell. Oh, we're just dropping that in there. Well, I don't know. Well, it's not actually confirmed. Um, Is it confirmed that it's happening? No. I haven't even asked my talk, team yet. Talk to us about arena. Talk to us about <laughs> no, arena. No, that's what I mean. Is it confirmed that the 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 champ oh, the the arena cross is going to happen? Yeah. yeah, that's all right. Um, Do you want me to read an email I got from Matt Bates with with the ruling in it because he changed the ruling? Didn't no, he? you don't need the email. But no, but now we can inform our guests of the, of the ruling. Nothing. He's not paying any riders. All right. Um, 
it's just prize money. But I think it's good to do the arena cross. Purely, when I was a kid, we raced arena cross, and I like it that I think for the sport in general in the UK, yeah, arena yeah, cross yeah. is a positive. Um, I think that if you can get the young kids racing it from a young age, it develops their skill set. It develops like their race craft. It's something that I done. All the top boys as kids used to race it like it was just a thing. If you was good, you raced arena cross. It something was, cool in the winter as well. Yeah, it? something yeah. to do in the winter. All the way up through, I raced it in the 60s, 80s, big wheels, 125s. And even my first couple of years pro, I raced it with Molson Kawasaki when I signed for factory KTM. I also raced it, went to Belfast on the factory KTM, went to um, Sheffield, my years of factory KTM. So I think that the, the excuse that some of the young riders use that, oh, we're going to focus on outdoors. You're just a kid, like, just go race. You're better off learning how to race than to just sit and go practice on a weekend at, at Fat Cats. It's better being a, a good racer. And I think it. when I was young, I remember that I can remember everything about Exeter Supercross, the whoops, being on the podium, the nerves beforehand, watching the top boys going through the whoops. I would say um, Max Anstey is probably quite a good yeah. person to talk to about All that of because them he, he was the man on the 85. It's never going to replace Supercross, is it? It's never going to be as big as Supercross, no. but it's Different just nice sports. to have something. Yeah, but it's nice to have some. We're never going to have Supercross in England, is what I'm trying to say. No, you're never going to put a Supercross stadium. Yeah, but I mean, a championship. Yeah. You're never going to. Put a, fo- a supercross stadium in every football stadium of England, or you're like, that's just not no. going to happen. But it's nice to have something which is along those lines and similar. And a kid can go to and like hit a finish jump for the first time mm. and ride indoors because even just riding indoors, I think, is such a buzz. Yeah, like every time I go to a stadium for a super and you it's know, complete different hearing you that around, bike, I whack in you the go stadium. around the back. You know, you even just kind of all of that stuff, parking in the, around the back of the stadium and like, cruising about, and then yeah, like you said, the Complete bike indoors and everything like that. I just think it's such a buzz, and being I in still, like a, a town, yeah, in the, the city, hotels, walking from the hotel, yeah, it's it's, it's such mad. a cool it ma- vibe. It makes you, it makes you more nervous in general mm. being in that stadium. And I think if the kids done it young, that when they get older, because everyone done it, like. I can remember watching Ben Watson on a 50. I was on the 125s at the time. We were having that conversation. Um, Max Anstey on the 60s. Jake Nichols, the one podium, was me and Jake. Um, we all done it, and all the professionals done it as well. Mm. Like, all the UK top riders done it. And it's a shame that it's got to a point where everyone isn't... It's not just a guaranteed thing that everyone goes and races. Um, yeah, and I also think I would like it to be that again. Like Ed just said, it's... Why do you need six months off or five months off without any racing? No, it's cool, isn't it? It's something to watch. I, I think it's like an entertaining thing. Again, another good thing to get people that aren't necessarily into the sport, into the sport, because you go there yeah. with your family. You're not piss wet through. You can sit and have a hot dog and a beer and go. Th- no, as a family, you go out for food and you go watch the Supercross. I was speaking to Dougie at the weekend and he was saying, because um, obviously they've got Sheffield indoor trial come back this year. Um because Sheffield Arena was basically on the verge of closing or whatever, and then they needed, they had like a plan of 10 events that were going to try and save it, blah, blah, blah. And it seems like it's been successful. But he was saying now, most events that happen at Sheffield Arena start at four and finish by seven, just because... The which, families. Yeah, because of families. It's too expensive for people to get hotels and spend the night away somewhere. So that might be worth looking at for yeah. them. Um, yeah, I guess they probably already had similar conversations. They're, they're not... They're not stupid, do you know what I mean? But um, I it kind of makes sense. It's more like that anyway. It's kind of makes sense to start early, finish early. People, you know, if you, 
you don't mind driving a couple of hours if you're going to be home by 11 or 12 at the latest. But oh, we did it in Cardiff, didn't we? We was out the stadium yeah. by 9 o'clock. Yeah, Cardiff that's... Quick. that's. I think it makes way more sense to do that. You know, kids can come and watch and they're not falling asleep by the main mm-hmm. event. You know, so, some of my race has gone like, last race is like half 10 at night and it's just too like, this is, this is too much. People aren't enjoying sat in the, cu- in the stand. Asleep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in fact, your second day of last year's Super Enduro, the Sunday when it started in the day. Yeah. It was way better. Also way better, yeah. And then we was all done yeah, at dinner by seven eat. o'clock. The night I won the championship, we couldn't even yeah. find a restaurant. We had pizzas in the hotel Takeaway pizzas, then we got kicked out the hotel bar because we weren't allowed to bring outside food in. This was like 12 at night. Not that it made much difference to Bill because then the next night, even though it finished at 5, at 11.45 at night, he was still stood in an Irish bar in his full gear. Boots the lot. (laughs) Boots the lot. (laughs) Was that last year? Yeah. Yeah. No, this Uh, this year. Beginning of this this year. March March. time. Funny. I remember seeing the videos. Yeah. (laughs) Very funny. Boots on the lot. Walked back to the hotel, still in my boots. Why, you know? Cold champagne still on your shirt. Because what happened was we went from the podium straight to the press conference, which, like, I didn't have time to get changed. Actually, I went back and put my coat on because I was actually a little bit cold. And then the press conference was in, like, the VIP area of the stadium, which there was a free bar, free food, everything. So I thought, oh, I might as well stay here. So I phoned everyone and said, you might as well come here. The bar's free. The food, There's still food out. Cause, um, so everyone came there. We obviously outstayed every single one of the VIP guests until they were literally closing the doors of they the stadium. They were turning the lights off. They came and got us in, like, we're locking the stadium for the night. You just have to leave. <laughs> Which was, like, half nine. And What's, then Where was this? In a town called Risa. There's, there's not much happens in it. Ah. Usually, to be fair, the race organised quite a big after party in the hotel. There's, like, a nightclub in the hotel, but... Um, COVID. COVID, they were, still weren't allowed to do it. Ah. So it was touching going with they was even going to run that event. Yeah, that's why it ended up being a two-day event because they were only allowed half-capacity crowd, so they split ah. it over two days, and I think they yeah, did some kind of deal where they were allowed two rounds for the same Where was that? One. Germany? Germany, yeah. Mm. Are we going to go to his first one? Krakow? Krakow. I was actually looking at the flights the other day from the UK. Um, they're quite cheap at the minute. A lot of airports you can fly to Krakow from. I think for use, I was looking at Luton. Um, what date's that? 10th of December Oh, I could do actually So you'd leave 9th, back 11th I've got a couple of trips to, go to Spain I think, no, I think I'm in Spain Oh yeah. I'm doing coaching days in Spain, do you, oh, well, Spanish, I might be in Spain. I'll be in Spain just before that So that might line up to do something But anyway, Krakow, well they're all very good To be fair um, But Krakow is a really good one to go and watch The stadium's right in the middle of the city Like You don't need a hire car or anything You can get a taxi from the airport to the stadium Hotels, restaurants, everything's there, and it is probably the biggest stadium of the year. So, Krakow is a good one to go and watch. And it's a nice town, isn't it? Yeah, cool town. You should do some vlogs on this, like telling people where to go. And oh, that'd be good. Speedway it? is um, Krakow, isn't it? Big uh, Speedway. Is it Krakow? I think so. I'm sure, I've seen it on like a world. I'm sure there's a round. I think in it that is. Same yeah, stadium I've seen videos the of the stadium. Speedway. Yeah. Um, Poland's well. Speedway is big in Poland, anyways. To be fair. Um, yes, yeah, huge. Um, but there, back to Arena Cross, I think it's good. So if you are, look at the schedule, support it, and then, um, I don't know, we'll see you. Hopefully I'll be there. You've just said you're riding it. Are you well, I'm actually not. I'm well, like, I want to ride it, shout out, I think but things have to, like, to be fall into up place. A bit. You, that's, you've got a blank check after that shout-out. We'll just give. No checks, brother. No checks, mate. It's just for the sport. That's what I do it all for, don't I? There's, there's like prize you. money and stuff, but what, I just read the email again. They'd made it where it was 250 only. Now it's open. Now it's open. So you can choose. It's what a you bit want to different ride. schedule, so you can ride any bike, 
but this is i'm not sure even we should say it but it's it's not secret is it you ride any bike but you do it in teams but it's going to be british championship riders only this year in the past you've had all the french come over they come over and obviously they ride supercross a lot in france so they're they're good riders, even if they're not like the best names, but they're fast at arena cross, really fast. So they come over, take the prize money, go home, and um, take <laughs> I don't it back think to that's France. The way. No, it is a little bit. It's no, but I just think the British championship, British fans, British riders, and Matt wants to try and push it for the British, which yeah, good. I understand. Good like give back a little bit, and that's what he's trying to do. So. I think that makes it a lot better for. Is he me taking to go a leaf out of well. your book for giving back? Because you, you are Tommy Sell the give backer at the minute, aren't you? No, but um, <laughs> but just in general, like it, I think it's better that it's nice that the British crowd are watching British riders. I agree. I think it's it's there's no negatives for the sport for it to happen and no. for it to be there. It's only positives, and it's a big thing to do, like to rent arenas. Yeah, same, big outlet, yeah, same with anything. So you need to, ticket sales are vital. Like it's not yeah. like sponsors are covering the costs and any ticket sales no. the bonus. Like ticket sales are needed for that to succeed. So it does need support. Yeah, so like any event, if you like if you want to go or want it to be yeah, there, you got like support. You I'd like one. to. Oh well, I was going to say ten, but I would also think about racing one. But why I wouldn't you be, be right good? You're so good at arena. You're so good at super enduro. Not being funny. You'd yeah, get yeah. over all the obstacles, yeah, piece yeah. of piss. No, I think I could get around. I obviously don't think I'd win or anything, but I'd be competitive. Like, I could be competitive. 100% you'd be competitive. Like, I'd stick the nut on anyone. Yeah. I don't think many people would be trying to block past you because <laughs> no. you fucking won't move. I mean, I would just, I'd be scared <laughs> if you were behind me. Um, or just scared if you were on track because if you I'm one way down the lane, you could quite easily <laughs> come into my lane. <laughs> But yeah, that would be good entertainment value, to be fair. It would be really good. Surely you could just do one this year if you're healthy. Yeah, I wouldn't honestly wouldn't be against that. Obviously, I don't I don't know any of the dates yet. Yeah, do you have the dates in yours? this email? Uh, yeah, I've got dates. Yeah. Can like, we can have a look uh, at that. No, it's not in that email. I don't have the dates. Anyway, uh, even sure if it's, it's four in Jan... It's going to be... I may get this wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's two in Belfast in January, two in Aberdeen in January, and then it's Manchester and O2. O2's the last one, so... Nothing in nothing before Christmas. No. So no, all, before Christmas. We'll we'll update you as we have but more the stadiums information. are all pretty good. Matt reckons the um Aberdeen Stadium's one of the be- like best ones he goes to. It's quite far up north, obviously. He says that one's not really the audience is completely away from Matacross. Um so it's nice to get uh, new people into sport. Belfast is a bit more Matacross related. There's not much happening in Aberdeen, so no. any kind of event that goes on, the whole They'll crowd turns out. I, I, I spoke to him after no we called him out. To anyone from Aberdeen. After we called him out in the last one, I spoke to him and said, Do you want to come on and tell us what it is? He'd probably be and a good guest. Like, yeah, he was keen for it. So when there's but a bit more going on, update, we'll uh, we'll do that. What? I got I did some questions. Shall I shall I flick a few of them yeah, up? This one's uh easy for you to answer. And probably easy for all of us to answer, but for for some people that don't understand, any idea why Conrad was riding a KTM at Western when I thought he'd signed for Honda? Easy, but yeah, I can see the confusion. Um, his contract. Some people's contracts run out at like November, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I think his is the end of October, so he rides a yeah, KTM until December. the end of October. Is it December to December? Uh, um, that's quite normal. End yeah, of October, d- everyone's Marcos. different in it. Depends, obviously, I guess. He was running a private team this year, so he's probably got his pers- No, but it's KTM. Yeah, but also still KTM UK backed, wasn't it? Well, that's true. But anyway, his deals are probably for the year. You know what I mean? Last last race, um, I don't know. Honda have got quite a good reputation for not finishing that race as well. So 
Cool. <laughs> okay, now you won't be riding a Honda anytime soon. Leave that bit out. I'm just saying. No, I'll leave that bit out. <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't ride from no more, Bill. I mean, well, you I'm just, just said saying, that about Kawasaki. You might have been fuming. I don't actually don't think that was. I think that probably had nothing. No, to do I with think it. that the bike's fine. It wouldn't. No, it had nothing to do with that. It was simply his contract goes to the end of October, and that's 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 normal. You know, sometimes it was weird off. though. I will say, despite. Um, the contract situation, it was, if that was the case, it's a bit weird. They announced him riding the Honda yeah, earlier. a bit keen. But my contract with Honda was to the end of October as well. Yeah, yeah, But when I went to Honda from Kawasaki, the contract was also to the end of October and Kawasaki let me out early after winning the British Championship. And then, so they said, Honda and Kawasaki just said, well, it's fair enough. When he came here, one more you, let us, yeah. you let us um, release it. So we're happy to do the same, which is good of both parties. Um, this isn't really a plug, but it's going to end up being one, and he's going to love it. Tommy, no stickers. No, Tommy. What is a training day like on your thing? Thinking of booking one. The training days, I generally. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm guessing they want to know the I, schedule. I know, but I even <laughs> say to these, like, I generally say I'm, I like love doing them, like, and um, on the days the people, the riders go away so happy from a training day, and it's any um, any. Ability. Sometimes I quite enjoy doing like a more novice rider because you can teach them so much and they improve so much over the day. Same as if I was new to something, you generally don't know what you're doing. So simple things make the biggest difference. But then also I'm able to help the faster riders, little things. Um, but I generally, I mean, it's off, off subject, but enjoy the training day, seeing the people improve. It gives me um, great joy. That wasn't his question. Um, no, but for the question... <laughs> The, the training days, you have a warm-up and then you have uh, three coaching sessions, so like three where you, you may break the track down. It may be a full track if it's a smaller track. Normally, you break the track down. Um, you'll work on body position. You'll work on, you, you work on everything that's involved in, um, he, in motocross. He borrowed really. my van the other day to go to one and it, there's now some cones left in it, so I'm guessing there's a bit of cone work. Yeah, no, there? you do. No stone left unturned. It's What's the cones for? It's not Breaking? Yeah, because no, it depends the on the breaking. riders as well. It yeah, depends, depends on, on the, riders. the majority of riders and the group. What, what, what they want to learn, if they're you know, there's never a set thing that's like it's not like breaking body position, corners, jumps. Like I assess the group on the day, and then we work on body positions, and everything ties in. But the main thing is corners, ruts, and your Are overall you, it all ties in through the day. It's not one strict thing like body position jumps are set out for every day. Are you making a rider not necessarily faster? You're just making a more consistent, more fluid. No, mark. well, and then that makes in them general faster. you can't. A rider that stayed the same for ten years is normally doing something wrong, so you can't improve. The same as when I ride a road bike around Donington, I feel like I'm at my limit, but I'm going twenty five seconds laps slower than Alex <laughs> Lowe. It's like so you can go faster, but I generally feel the way I'm riding that bike that I can't go faster. So clearly. You need I'm to worried about going around that corner, but I'm going around it so slow, but I still feel like I'm on the limit of that mm. corner. The same when I watch people, they go around the corner, the front pushes away. Well, you look at me when you say that. Yeah, no, not <laughs> do, but same thing. But you're doing it on a much higher level, but there's always a reason why everything's happening. It may be the bike or it may be your body position. Normally body position, where you open the throttle in a corner, where you use a brake in the corner. And everyone does something a little bit different. So... It's like when you watch a video and you think that you can then go apply that to yourself, but 
you don't realise what you're doing and someone stops you and just explains to you and breaks it down exactly the reason why you're making that yeah. same mistake every time. You might see the video of somebody and think, okay, that's what I need to do differently, but realistically the 10 steps before yeah, leading yeah. up to that that image you've got in your head are all wrong, so it's impossible for you to be in that position. They you know? know, they've watched videos normally and they can see how you ride a bike, but... So then when they get on the bike and what they actually do on the bike is completely different to what they're trying to mm. do and what they think they're doing. And even when I say, I'm like, you're doing this, and they're like, no, no, no. And I'm like, trust me, mate, like, I'm not <laughs> fucking having you on here. <laughs> and it's quite stern with them. And I tell them, oh. like... Oh, it's like going to fucking no, school. No, but I want them to... I generally want them to learn. So if they keep doing the wrong thing, then I'm just going to say, look, fucking hell, mate, just <laughs> slow down. And normally you have to slow down, take a step back to take two steps forward, like... I'd rather they done it slowly, correctly, because yeah. to build confidence, you have to do it consistently right. Like if, you, if you're if you doing it wrong, you can do it fast, but your confidence never goes up. And if it does, you're then going to have a big crash because you've got too much confidence. So it's like breaking stuff down, slowing stuff down to then build it up and be safer. And then you always, you generally enjoy riding much more if you do it right, because you don't have moments you feel consistent and getting corners nice feels nice, but if you get it wrong every time, you're dragging your legs and you're tucking the front, it's just a wind-up. <laughs> well, it is for me anyway. If I get it wrong, it really pisses me off. Well, this leads nicely into the next question, saying, is Billy ever going to do any enduro training days? Yeah, I've done some before, and I will do some again. Just leads quite a busy lifestyle at this moment in time. And and, I, and if I do do them, I'd want to do like it properly as just kind of, not an event or like a ride day, but I'd want to do... Yeah, not just you turn know, up and like, come And right. I will, at some point, I will do it. And I often do think, like, I do quite look forward to a bit later down the line and, and helping. I'd like to help. I will do training days for everybody, but at some point, I would also like to, you know, help a few specific riders individually and more of, like, a higher end. Because I think there's a lot of things, areas that I've learned things and improved on kind of aside. I think you're... Um, you're calling in life would be helping the trials riders make the switch because more and more seem to be doing it don't they yeah that would wouldn't be bad but i think yeah i've learned a lot obviously i've done i've got quite a vast experience obviously the years of trials um this switch over which was a very erratic period of my life um you know i have spent the last two years i really haven't rode much motocross at all but for the bit of time before that i spent a lot of time doing it and the the year we did the west championship I did. I spent a lot of time in the sand and doing. Did a couple of beach races and was working, you know, with some good people. I worked um, a lot with with Toff Mayer, who worked a lot with Nathan when he made the switch over, and I, and I learned a lot from him. And then, it, like, even aside from the bike, obviously, the various kind of like coaches and people that I've I've always kind of been very observant and took a lot from kind of everyone I spoke to, which I think helped us a lot. Um, so I do feel like I have quite a lot to give, which I'm sure some lucky people at some point will reap the rewards from. If you ever took anything from me and thought that's quite good, yeah, I'll apply I've, that spotted to I've spotted a lot. Don't worry, <laughs> I've got eyes everywhere. Don't, I'm, you're, you're, I'm much more of a thinker than people realise. Really? People think I'm just a fucking idiot that goes flat out into everything. But, but you've watched me and gone. Mm, I'm switched on. I'm switched you. on at a lot of things. I've watched you at loads of things, like like a minute ago taking your fucking suspension out your bike. I think, how do you? How can you possibly ride a bike the way you ride a bike? I don't and, mean and in do that sense. So well, and then you're just a flopper. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. I just everyone has something they're good at. I <laughs> no, I don't mean in that sense. I've I've picked up a lot. Don't worry. From riding. 
Yeah, all sorts. Well, no, thanks. You ain't learned how to scrub yet. Hmm? Not learned how to scrub or whip yet. Yeah, yes. Fuck off. <laughs> he's quite... He's For a trials in, rider, can you draw me a fucking another one? Scrub? Oh, some of the scrubs you were doing, to be fair, you got really bloody good at motocross like two years yeah. ago, even when then you went to... Well, I think after, yeah, the when I was in Spain, when Spain. I was in the year Super Enduro got cancelled completely. So 2020. 20. Yeah. That winter when I was in Spain, yeah. I was the boy at fucking scrubbing. Oh, I see one. I can picture one. The one track where you was going like... The little tabletop. the little tabletop. It was silly. And well, I enjoy... Yeah, and I'm definitely not faster on the lap time, but when I ride my Super Enduro bike, which is a 350 with like low gear in, so it almost feels like a 250 around a motocross track. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The lap time probably isn't faster, but I feel like such a fucking hero hanging off it and just revving the nuts off it. It's it's nice. Yeah, you was fast, but you was fast that year in lockdown. Mm. And then, so it was the 20... What, what year was the... That was 2020. Was that after the race we had? Uh, um, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that winter. Yeah, that winter. F- oh, the race at Havig. In fact, no, it was, tw- it was 2021 championship Still that got cancelled. No, you won the 2020 world title. No, 2021. I've yeah. won... I won 19 the year after my broken leg. 2020 was when COVID was. 2020. 2020 was Havrig. We raced together. Yeah, that was... Oh, anyway, whatever. It, I think it was that winter after that. Yeah, in it fact, it was that winter after that. It was, yeah. Because I went to Spain and everyone was like, it's been, Super has been cancelled. But then what disappointed me a lot is you then... The, the Hoxton. Yeah. Bad day. I, I just I bigged you up. I will, like, he's coming yeah, for the win did a, here. Did you I do will, a pro national or something? He's coming for the win. I did, I did MX national and I was terrible. But my defence was, when we did Havrig, I was using my beach race suspension still, from, which was from the year before, which or two years before, which was soft. so fast at Havrig. But, but it was what I was used to. But it was rough as well. So, then I, did, track. so then I did Hawkston and I was like, I'm doing a motocross race. I need motocross suspension. So WP sent us some motocross suspension and I hadn't, I didn't practice on it once. Just it in. I bolted it in for Hawks and thinking that, and, it, and I sh- the bike was like nothing. I just couldn't get on with it. I had such bad arm pump. Um, it, I felt the back end felt so high, and obviously it's a sand track, so it was pushing us forward into everywhere. It was just, just a yeah, terrible scene of events. Yeah, I let, yeah, I let, did let you down. I left honestly feeling really disappointed I because industry um, insiders, that <laughs> you was coming for the win. Well, that was well, a bit some, extreme. Someone's actually put that. Are you guys going to race Hawkstone this year? I see it was released the other day. I haven't even looked what date, but it's Far tricky that one. It's probably no. I like I like it, and I'm feeling better. Um, I may race it. Yeah, you rode last I'm, week, and you couldn't you couldn't wait to tell her how good you were. No, I 
the difference on my Kawasaki, I feel a lot better in those conditions. Um, both obviously both bikes have pluses and minuses, and um, the plus to the Kawasaki is the sandy conditions. It it rides so much easier, and I'll be a lot faster in the tracks. I struggled on the Honda after jumping back on the Kawasaki. I can see why I struggled. Um, so Hawkstone, I'd be good in the conditions. But it just sees what's going on. It's one of those races. It's so at the end, beginning of the year. It's normally wet, flooded. If it, I don't want to fucking wobble around there. Does that the mean you can now answer the question that we keep getting asked? What's better, Cowie or Honda? Oh, is that on there all the time? And is every comment, really? every comment as um, well. But to be fair, I'm not surprised because I get comments in what What is your favorite bike or what bike between KTM? Gas, gas, husky. Well, no, that's a bad example. But well, it's quite a. Um, people, people ask me all the time, like, what bike would you ride? If it wasn't a Husqvarna, I'm just like, well, probably not going to answer that. Yeah, you can't really No, say. you can't answer that. But it's quite a sensible question because people go out there and buy bikes and they're like, well, I might be buying a 450 Honda or 450 Cowie. But the... Um, yeah, but you're also using them completely different. For me, I would want a bike that rides nice and smooth. You want one that's fast and Yeah, agile. but you still, you still feel the pluses and um, the positives and the negatives from both bikes. Um, the Honda turns really well. It is good in the corners, but then that the way I set my bike up and for how good it turns, that then hindered me when I got to race tracks because the front was so low. Um, and when I tried to level the bike up, I struggled. Um, and then that's where the Kawasaki is so good. The balance of the bike, it drives forward a lot better. Um, it comes into corners better and, um, it goes over the big stuff better. And I feel a lot more confident in those, but then well, you've lost the front feeling though. Uh, no, I haven't. Cause then I changed the offset, to uh, what Dylan was using like in the Supercross settings and then that gave me the feel that I was getting from the Honda on the front end so there's a lot of pluses to that but then some some tracks the Honda was so good around like um, a smooth track with no ruts no bumps you had so much feel with the bike so they're both different but I think I'll I think I'll race the Cowie better because I have that much more confidence to actually push the Honda I was really good when I was in control but I never wanted to go out of my comfort zone where I feel quite happy out of my comfort zone and actually enjoy getting a bit loose on the Kawasaki there was a track I went to last week that I put a little reel up on who's that um, oh, <laughs> don't say that I can't say the track name I've always been banned from using the track name before but um, there's one section that I used to jump and I'd done it for the video for an Instagram reel on the Honda um, into the right hander yeah but yeah. on the Cowie i just Off done it every lap and I was like I could come up short and I could get a bit squirrely and coming out the corners because the front end sits a little bit higher. But so again, each bike has their um their their pluses and their minuses or whatever positive. Got raptors negatives. on your cowie, so the feel will be so much yeah, better. Yeah, the raptors are good. Fair, okay. Um it's hard to, to choose a bike. Obviously now I'm on Kawasaki, but they they both have do things differently. But racing, I think um I'll I'll prefer the Kawasaki. Someone actually wrote on here. Jeffrey J twenty four. I just spent three hundred pound on Raptor pegs. Any more collabs in the pipeline? No, but I think we should do more. It's I think it's not really. Well, I guess that's like a limited edition set. But I think was that more expensive than a normal set? N- uh, I think not much though. Well, it was two fifty plus VAT, which I think is the normal price. I um, like mine. Good. Uh, but what I was that was like obviously a limited run, but. Just in terms of general, like the collab and the signature parts and stuff, I think such a, well, it's something that's just not done in the motorbike world and like it's massive in the mountain bike world. And I don't really know why it's not done more. What? Well, as in like hard collabs, part. like you 
Every mountain, Every mountain bike has, got a set has of signature grips. bars, signature grips, signature oh. pedals. And I don't know why we don't do it more. It annoys us a bit, really. So if any other brands want to, you do two some have got signature checks. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like we, we. In are fact, I'll take this moment because there's a couple of couple of Kex questions on it. Yeah, you do, you Ed. And I, well, I just thought I'd get it out, and because I keep getting the same DM, <laughs> I've on, had a lot of people have saying, your moment to shine." Saying, "When's the Kex raincoat coming?" That is coming. Mm, probably next year now because of Chinese New Year. Things happens a lot. Everything takes longer. Yeah. Uh, they've also said any more plans with Kex for ride socks, etc. Yes, ride socks are in production. Uh, Did you get a sample of them? Yeah, got a you had them. Yeah, but I've got another sample coming, and then they're going straight into production. They just need to change the band and a few other. I'm bits. excited for them because I always ask 100 percent for theirs, and they always out of stock. No, so they're coming. I've actually got some that are a little bit small for me at Stan's house. Really? Yeah. Brand new? Yeah, th- three in a pack, three or four sets in a packet. Oh, I'd like, I'd, I'd, I'd like them. Stan's probably got them for sale now, though, so you'll have to ask yeah, me if true. you can have them off. Well, mine, mine will be again probably next year now. Um, and then we've also got another one. Uh, we're doing women's, which will be next year, definitely. And that will be uh, sports bras, bras. Pants, thongs. And I've tried them. Leggings. <laughs> yeah, you look fucking great in them. They also. are. So, yeah, plenty of new Keck stuff coming up. Um, oh, try not tell, to DM me and ask me. the change that's coming for the pants? Change. New colour w- waistband. Oh, okay. Oh, He's yeah, not shy of fucking just blowing really, things out to Daisy. So They're so good. I really They're like so, them. so, so good. Yeah, it's a big change and it's... Well, it's I not, can't wait to get They're them. not all getting changed. There's just some new waist... Some yeah. new, the new styles of match... Why can't I talk? You do it. I'll do it. So there's 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 more designs coming as there always is. Um, we've got some different color waistbands that match the prints, don't match the prints, work with the prints, all different stuff. We've also got two XL coming as well. Oh, that's good. In this new set, so they are going to be again for you big boys. Maybe before Christmas, definitely after. It's just depending on shipping and all that. They're actually due to sail in four days, but then our mates at HMRC will probably hold them up. They are good. The colours, I'm. I can't wait to get them. Ed's got some up in the garage. No, True. not yellow they're ones. Not. They're on the way to to my man to take some photos. Oh, of okay. For the website, but no, very, very. Um, I've been saying that for a, a, over well over a year. It's finally done it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the brains behind that <laughs> Kex program. It's because I have to make such a big quantity of the band. It's not. Mm. You have to have thousands of meters of it. No, I see that, but it's good. It's happened now. Mm. It's mega. Very. It's like good. a big. Um, What's happening with the three chairs? The other three. I seen them at Western this weekend. Oh, did Gareth take them? They were there. They didn't really get you. Where did I see them again? They never get you. I didn't even sit on them at all. I, can't, I, I walked past them only once. I think I scooted past them on my electric scooter once. What my plan is, actually, with them is to give them away. Well, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was leading up for. Yeah, so I was gonna, I'm thinking, I don't know how yet, but I'm going to give them three away and then I'm going to give the three that we're sat in here to Gareth and then we're going to have three new ones. Different styles. Oh, right. yeah, of the new uh, prints. Uh, we have just a little bit of a rotation. Yeah. Get a few made and then give them away. I don't know how to give them away or raffle them or something. A big giveaway that needs to be something well, good. I thought raffle them of some description and whatever the money makes, chuck it back into some form of a charity or some form of making British motocross better. Yeah, I think we should give it to some back into motocross or bikes. Or, or three. Kids. There's three so chairs. Maybe raffle it. one, give one to the Jude Morris Foundation, raffle the yeah, other, Jude, give that yeah, to yeah, something else. Yeah, that's a good else. idea. One for Jude Morris, one to give back to. Some form of racing mm. kids, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We'll just pocket the money off the other one. Mm. <laughs> no, nah, I reckon do them cheap so like you don't feel bad. Like, like I quit a ticket, but I want to get like, I want to obviously get some. Oh, some I was thinking about tenner. 
well, 50. Nice. Nah, I'm only joking. I'm you can buy 10 pa- tickets if you want. I think the more yeah, tickets, yeah, the yeah. better. I agree. I agree. I'm sure we can make a Squarespace website that will do that. Squarespace will do that quite easily. You could use one of their pre-built templates. Can I? That are, that Come on, you're not getting paid for it on the <laughs> podcast, are you? <laughs> well, I'll try it for next year's deal. I've got one that keeps messing me. A wallet and a uh, keychain. It looks quite nice, actually. Very you good. See, you see that, that on you'll video, be able to be able to rustle them up yourself now. You've got new lens on the way. Uh, that is another question which I thought we could answer, seeing as we've not really got a great deal of motorbike news to talk about. Um, someone said, can you talk us through your camera and lens setup and how you go about sighting and filming oh, a vlog? You two just talking, <laughs> have your moment, because that's what I hear all day, these two. Oh, you got that one? Hey, this one? Hey, are you lost, Tom? Yeah, I was lost before to you. To be fair, I've gone, I've gone quite nerdy with camera stuff. I, I've, I do really enjoy it's it. It's nice, though. I'd I'll look at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a 16-something on mine. That's all I know about. <laughs> no, the... the um, the camera setup isn't really that important. The bet I would say, if anyone that's starting out, because a lot of people are starting vlogging nowadays, mm. seen a few people at VIP doing it. the The most important thing I would suggest you get to start with is probably a microphone. Yeah, even if you're using your phone, yeah. I would get a microphone because you ne- no one's your phone camera is fucking good these days. And that the new one, the fourteen, is like ridiculous what you can do on an iPhone. But no one's going to watch it if they can't hear it yeah. or there's wind blowing at it or like. Yeah, you just got to make it easy for someone to watch and, and listen so, yeah, to audio I'd say is most important there's various ways you can plug a microphone into a phone but anyone that you get will be better than your normal mobile and yeah. it usually with more stuff like that like it quality and price is pretty is there's a pretty clear correlation usually would you agree uh yeah microphones particularly yeah you, you can sp- obviously spend it a lot you spend 30 quid for just, just do some research. To, mm. to be honest with you, anything I've ever known or learned or anything to do with videos, I've only ever watched YouTube. So yeah, me too. Just watch YouTube videos on stuff of 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 camera, of a, how to edit, a tutorial of how to do something. And realistically, they're all good. They're all more than capable for what you're going to need yeah. to do on YouTube. It's just how nerdy you want to go. And like, like I say, I enjoy it. It's like, aside from riding, it's pretty much my only hobby anyway. So it's what I enjoy. I would, doing. I would highly suggest. Albeit GoPros are great for riding the bike, I would definitely wouldn't suggest vlogging on. If the you GoPro. use GoPro, you really do need a microphone yeah. for vlogging, for talking, and just it's so small to like even change the settings and link it to your phone. And if you do vlog with a GoPro, which is fine, like a lot of people, like Adam Cinzarilla's vlogs and stuff, or yeah. GoPro, put it on wide. Don't do selfie on super view because it makes you feel sick. <laughs> no, but there's, yeah, again, there's a lot to do with it. Final Cut Pro is what we all use. Oh, me and me and Billy, because Tommy. Use? Tommy's I've got Final Cut Co. Cost me 330 quid, I think. He's forgot his password to his laptop. No, no. It's not remotely surprising. I did forget my password. I get, I'm not, I'm obviously not good, but I sort of remember, I try and do one and I learn the buttons and then I have them two months off and then I forget what, forget everything that I learned on that one time I tried it <laughs> and I'm back to square one and I try again, get into it. So I need to be more consistent. But, but I've just actually sent an email to buy how much money but that's what I was about to say the one the reason yeah, we got yeah. onto this topic is because Tom's made a big purchase this morning well he's not he's about to so you've got go, we'll go a little bit technical for the people that, that want to know okay so I use a Canon R5 um, I use two of them because I find it a lot easier when I'm at a race to have one with a long lens on and one with a wide lens so you can switch between them on one of the cameras I have a 14 to 35 RF 2.8 lens 
And on the other, I have a 70 to 200 RF 2.8 lens. It's, this is this is far, That's far. That's well exaggerated. Yeah, this is expensive gear. Upper universe of what most people are going to need. Yeah, both of those have Rode VideoMic Pro uh, microphones on and both of them have Polar Pro uh, Peter McKinnon variable ND filters on so that you can wow. keep the frame rate. But that, I've told you basically everything I've got there and... Tom, Tom, Thomas is probably the best setup to go from because his is more a little more amateur than us. Although it's still pretty hard, so he's OS, Canon R6. He used to have a prime lens, which means there's no zoom of 16 mil. But now he's decided he wants to do some some more B-roll and close up and get some more some more shots. So he's gone for a 24 to 105 mil lens, which is what I use on on a Sony. But that's what I use, and you can kind of get away with just about everything with that lens. But obviously, he's still got his wide one. Um, That's and one thing grand. I would recommend They're over a grand, was <laughs> it? What twelve hundred quid? Wasn't it? That lens? You're investing in your future. Eh? No, I know. I'm not moaning. Future. I'm just saying for like, it's a lot of money. One thing I would say is um, get an SSD. Yeah, get a hard drive of some description. Or a SIM card. You can't take no pictures without a SIM. <laughs> no, card. You need a SIM. Probably an SD. SD would be better. SD card. Yeah, <laughs> That's the one. That's. We've probably got no viewers left. There's yeah, the three know. camera nerds that are still here. Big love. No, because there was honestly five questions. Oh, really? of, of similar thing. Yeah. People do ask me five to be fair. What I w- the camera I would recommend if you're like super super beginner but want to do it? There's a camera called a Sony SV1, um, which is small and it's cheap. I think it's like six hundred quid. It's, you can get it for now. Um, get that and a microphone. And honestly, what what you can do and that's pretty impressive. Like ah, that's what I have. Because it's literally the same size as a GoPro. You can put it in your pocket at a race. I have it as my backup camera in case I run out of battery or whatever. And I've even filmed full vlogs on it. And um, that's of all like the beginner cameras. It's point and shoot, so you don't need to change the lens or anything. Um, and it's for the size and the price. It's pretty amazing what you can do with it. So that's my tip. Yeah. And then if you want to go large, do your research because everyone has their own preferences. I've just always used Canon stuff, so I know the, the menus and that. And then. I didn't have anything near the, the level of what we had. And then when we filmed the video, um, yeah, we, we, we just upgraded as we needed it, really. Yeah, we? did a movie for Bill, and, and one of the requests was 4K, 8K, this, that, and the other. So we had to we had to splurge a little bit. I think you should cut this and put it in its own thing so <laughs> the actual viewers haven't had to listen to that. <laughs> no, because people are interested. A lot of people ask. Nah, people do ask. More people than, more more people people. than you realise, I think, want to do vlogs. More people are trying to start vlogs more and more. Yeah, everyone's t- they've seen they've seen how it's revived your career. Well, it's actually quite it's quite good to make because then you've got your own thing to watch and show. People. I watch my own videos, and I actually find them entertaining. Like the ones from two years ago. Yeah, but if they I come mean, on like in, in general, if someone like the guy come on my coaching day the other day, I watched his vlog, and he's obviously just amateur. His dad was filming it, but I watched all the ten minute vlog, and I was like, "Fair play, that's nice. That was good." Ten yeah, minutes. I, I, all I watch, I don't even have a. On, like an aerial in my TV or any kind of... Just the YouTube. Only thing I ever watch is YouTube. Occasionally Netflix. Watches, Roxy watches Netflix, but I'll just YouTube, that's all. That's I just think that doing vlogs and putting yourself out there, even if you didn't do vlogs, you just wanted to make cool reels or something different, it get, opens doors, opportunities to do things, yeah, like go places. Yeah, like shit I've learned since we started doing it, and then obviously do the merch and stuff like that and I'm quite into Illustrator and learning about that kind of shit and it does give you such a good platform. You're very good at doing it all yourself now. Is it most impressive because I can't 
I I need to be a lot better. You than do. I. That was that's. You need to take you the were, burden off my shoulders. Ed got upset Ed and Tom within another fallout, but you we could you, I could just sense that Ed point. was sick of it and then Tom kept asking for more and more requests and Ed no, just flipped. I'll, got, I'll, yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you where it came <laughs> from. So the video you'll have all seen of Tommy riding his new bike on his cowie where he did the um the bit around the building site or whatever. We then filmed the riding part um on the Monday. Cowie and everyone wanted to release the press release on the Tuesday. So I filmed all day, Monday, podcasted Monday night, 7pm. I left it here, went home. Then I sat in the office until 10.30 and I still hadn't done it. So then I was up at 5.30 trying to do kecks and all the other manner of bullshit and edit that to then come back and ride. I just, I'd burnt myself out. Yeah, you had. And then he's going, them pictures you just took, like, can I fucking post one yet? Uh, no, that was the next week where I wound you up. That was two weeks ago. Yeah, that was last week. You was upset. Oh, just I knew enough. you was upset though. I just fucking burnt out. That's why I come trials riding with you. Did that just wound him up even more? Oh no, that was the day. He was angry, wasn't it? Yeah, trials. The afternoon yeah, what of trials riding was 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 angry because then you started going on about merch and you come with your shitty. Oh yeah, sketches. because I want new merch out, but I can't do any of it myself. Yeah, you don't understand so, to, so to put that on ag- the website. What that what that entails? Do you? I know. Oh, yeah. I can't, oh yeah, it's fucking. Do you know the other better. bit that annoyed me, Bill? What? He obviously again. Well, Bill texts me and no. says, "Say, ask him for something now." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "No," and he's like, "Go on, ask him, ask him." He went. He went in my bag at the trials place and took my camera bag out the other camera bag and then fucking splattered batteries and shit all over with dirty bikes. And I was just like, "For fuck's sake, man!" I got first time me was busy driving my van down the road, which my <laughs> I knew my e-bike was already loose in the back of it. So, oh, I've just. Uh, Willie's just dropped my bike off, so I just had visions of like his championship bike now just laid clean on top of my brand new e-bike in the back of my van, which you've got to drive rather delicately as it is. Clutch is slipping. The bad. clutch slips quite bad on it. Oh. That tell Ed to slow down the other day because he kept pulling away. Yeah, from I was on. T- I didn't touch the throttle. I just let it chug all the way. <laughs> so you got to do. It's a bit annoying on a motorway when you're just going. Yeah, people with cars were just passing me all the time. I'm like, I can't even touch the throttle because it just goes. Yeah. You'd be quite good at nursing a clutch after your career, though, are you? Yeah, I, I know how to <laughs> nurse a clutch. <laughs> that, that's not even a bad... I've never actually... I don't think I've burnt a clutch out. I don't burn clutches out. No, because you've got a mechanic that swaps them before it gets to the point. Oh, I can't. I know it. I'm a lot more delicate on a clutch now. I have more respect for a bike now than I, I, I did know, I've just watched you taking you on a pot. No, not taking them on a pot, but like a clutch now I can... I know when I'm being outrageous on one. So mm. in a race situation, I wouldn't bear one out now because I'd make sure. Like at Destinations, I went so careful around the whole track because the last thing I wanted to do was burn a clutch out. How'd that go for you? Fine, my clutch is good. But I don't know how the other guys at the top race their bikes like they do on the clutch. Well, like I was thinking... Ferrandez, Tomac. I was thinking I was, yesterday... My bike wouldn't do two laps. I was stood near the end of the race, kind of like in like the... Have you been to Weston? Where was there this weekend? Was selling, it? sell, sell, selling. <laughs> um, in the like media bit, which you like could see quite a bit of the track, and it's like a slow section, and the smells that were coming off oh. the bike. And then I was thinking, like, three hours in this scenario is hard on a bike. And like, obviously, the last year I did it, I came from the back, so I was like roosting, going like a fucking lunatic. And I, was, I actually was just at a moment just thinking, God, my bikes have done well to. To, mm. to make it through this both but times. How heavy 
Tomac is the first time I did wrestling as well. Wow. It was a completely stock engine, only five gears, born stock four fifty. I did it on, and it was didn't miss a beat. And I was like, they're pretty. The the take abuse of these motorbikes, like hard. How was Weston? It was good. Um, again, well, busy. Yeah, I think Saturday I was a bit surprised by how quiet it was, but then Sunday I think as what normally happens, like it, it people turned up and it was it was busy. Not Do you have to pay to go and watch. Yeah. Yeah, you need tickets to get in. Uh, yeah, they closed the beach off well, really well. I remember going. It's pretty heavily secured, secured both, and stuff. from both sides. Yeah, you can like yeah. hardly get. Can't in. even get in by boat. No, it's well, <laughs> boat you might yeah, <laughs> be a bit sketchy walking across. There was the actually start some people playing in the waves on the Saturday like afternoon on jet skis, and I thought, they must be cold. Yeah, just one of them was on a stand up. He kept crashing, bless him. Um, but no, it was good. It was busy. Uh, I think the ra- it was. Uh, it is such a big event, such a good event. I think it is probably the biggest off-road event mm. in the country. And I know Gareth gets a lot of stick for everything he does, but I honestly can't fault him. Um, I think he does an amazing job. I, I can't imagine the ag and the hassle he must have putting that event on, oh, the yeah. things he has to oh. deal with. Like it's Even yeah. just what I witnessed, kind of was, I was in and out like trying to blag some more passes and seeing him and blah 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 so I was in and out of the office quite a bit throughout the weekend and like I could just see the shit you was having to deal with in the background and it was like it's, it's a massive massive job putting that event on and I think it all went all went well the, it rained a lot but the track held up pretty good well, I was listening to a podcast um, about Red Bull Straight Rhythm and Matey saying how much hoops you have to jump through to put that on and then he, it's not even Yes, not even a fraction the of the track wasn't even on the beach on. either. That's what I mean. They literally put the grandstands up, bring some dirt in, bosh, 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 build a track. Yeah, that and track then they wasn't even on the beach. And like when I Western, in as well, like Weston's way worse, isn't it? Oh my and god! And for some reason, I was I hadn't before took into consideration the actual scale of it. Like this straight is two kilometers long. That's how long it goes up the beach. And the building they done. That's on what the I beach mean. Yeah, time. like the just think, mad. just think of the amount of. Metal fencing to put Yeah, out. fencing alone. The the straight is double layered. In some places, triple when you have like a marsh, like a flag box, which is where you can like veer into in case your bike blows up or whatever. Yeah. Triple layered for two kilometers straight. And then obviously it weaves coming back. So coming back, yeah, it's probably five, six kilometers yeah. worth because the track does this. Like it's it is good. such an impressive event. And if you've never been like, I honestly would recommend it to anyone just to kind of experience I've never what been. What was on the start? Of, Have I you never been? No, never once. No, honestly, never been to West. Just, just seeing it and seeing the street and the bikes. You just go. Um, oh. you, you've you've got to enter it and never go. Otherwise, you'll never enter it. Yeah, you'll be scared. Yeah, I am scared. That's why the I'm start when it's go going. Watch, rrr, I uh, I volunteered myself to go and open <laughs> the gate on the start. Well, actually, it was Keith. Well, Keith gave us the idea because Keith said Keith normally does it. When I went for breakfast on Thursday, oh, Keith normally opens it. Keith's normally oh, one of the start men uh, with the Wayne rats and that. Yeah, he's like, oh, you know, like he was just saying, like, oh, get he lets us park in the paddock or whatever. I go and open the gate, blah blah. blah. And obviously, he didn't do it this year because he had whatever. Um, and I was kind of on Saturday. I was like, this vlog's a bit dead, really, like, because I didn't. I couldn't put really much effort into filming the racing and filming the track. And I like to go and film the kids a bit more and film some carnage on the sand dunes, but I was too busy and I didn't have enough time because it's, it's a big distance you've got to cover to go and walk to see all the track. So like, this vlog's a bit dead. And then for some reason it just came in my head, like, oh, it'd be quite good putting a GoPro on and going and open the gate when everyone, because I know what it feels like on the other side when I've 
being first to the gate and fucking I'm smashing into it, trying to get through it. So I decided to go and ask if I could do it and that all kind of uh, came together. And when can we see this vlog? Uh, hopefully about the same time this come out, the next couple of days, obviously it only happened yesterday. I started putting it together last night, maybe end of today or tomorrow it should be ready. Um, How are you going to do that with a 20-hour drive to Spain? Uh, oh, you're driving to Spain? Yeah. Fuck. It's got to be done, Tom. It's got to be done. Anyway. Today? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> um, I do really need to because I kind of do live there in Andorra. And you get, I've got... A, well, now I've hurt my finger. It's kind of a bit like... Mm, yeah, what are you going to do there? But... So anyway, I, I was... Just the, the noise from... Because of 800 bikes taken off down a two-kilometre street all together is just like fucking... It is really good. So I enjoyed it. Um, always is a good weekend. Obviously went with... my um, Harry Hemingway came and helped out on the Ride Nutrition Stand and James, who's one of the other lads who who's kind of um, part of it. And uh, yeah, we had a good weekend. Hung out with Dougie quite a bit, which is always nice. Good old Doug. Yeah, he's he's good. You know, speaking of like observing and learning from people, like he's he's a good person to sit and have a beer with or go and have food with and just kind of listen. You like Mr. Dougie Lampkin, don't you? Mm, yeah, I've, got, I've got a lot of time for him. He's, he's a good lad. I just think he's so mean. Fair play. He's nice to be around. He's he's one everything there is to win in his sport and he's just sound. I think it's so mint. He was obviously as successful as he was, like 12 times world champion. Blah, blah, blah. And then he's still there, pissing down with rain Sunday morning <laughs> at Weston, and he's still there mm. riding over his boxes, doing his shows. Like, <laughs> And um, I, I felt a bit bad because usually at West, I get give my hand to pack his sections up or whatever, but because we were coming back up to here and then the other boys were going all the way back up to their place and we had to unload vans and stuff, we just set off and then he sent me a message saying he was only leaving after packing his sections away at half eight last night, only leaving Weston Beachfront. And I just thought, he's like... A proper grafter. Yeah, like good on just him. To, Does to his lad do it. the shows with him? He's, yeah, his son was doing it. Can we get him on here? Can you come Yeah, on? he'd actually be a real good Yeah, next time you're back, get, good idea. It up, get Dougie on Yeah, here. Doug would be... Doug's a good lad. I like a good chat with Doug. He's good just to learn everything about bike riding, business. How was he on a motocross bike? No, he's got good stories. He did, he did Red Bull Knockout one of its original years. Like Because he, he did a few hard enduro races, but he was never keen for going fast. <laughs> And he was, he was just, yeah, telling me about how scary, scared he was on the start line for Red Bull Knockout and Potter Sec come past Well, that's him. a hard race to go Yeah, into. yeah, proper deep, riding on like just He'd a 450 be better off Western. Yeah, Western would have been a bit more for him. But yeah, yeah he goes every year, does his shows and, and just likes being a part of it. Um, and that, I think, uh, but in general, good weekend. Western never disappoints. Oh well, shall we? Um, shall we wrap it up? We've sort of rambled on about all manner of shite there. Anything yeah. else to add? Oh, I've got something to add. I'm after a uh, Husqvarna bill. You got anyone that you can get me a deal on? What you want? Three fifty? Mm, I think I want a two fifty. Oh, still after that one two five. Well, yeah, I was waiting for that. That's gone. One two five. I was going to have all summer. Oh yeah, I'm getting a one two five. Bill's on it. Yeah, well, I no did send an email and then it never got. Actually, Steve Pete jumped the queue and he got a one fifty for his lad. Well, I'll just, I'll yeah, just have. I'd like a two fifty. <laughs> Basically, Ed got dropped when Pete said he wanted a bike. That's, that's what's <laughs> happened there. Then I Ed. don't mind with that. I'll buy one. I'm happy to buy one. I just no, I will sort one out. I think um, we'll try and get something together. What is it? I need an F F C F E. No, you want an F E, but I think you want a three fifty because two fifty be difficult to clear the jumps up here. I'm not too worried about jumping it, mate. It's just more having fun. Well, you're going to ride the track. You want to clear the jumps 
Is this for to track an enduro? I just thought he wants, an he wants a more enduro bike and set it up on the stiffer side so when he comes to motocross tracks, he can have fun still. Yeah. So that's why I think a 350 is better because it's soft power on a standard enduro bike mm. anyway. I'll have an FE 350 if anyone's got one of them cheap or build. Any dealers want to sponsor an episode? We can, we're, we're very flexible with negotiations for yeah, this podcast. We can. we can definitely do that. That's the beauty of it. It gives such versatility. Yeah, it's good. We'll do a collection video. I'll come and get it. You can film it, and you can be you my can mechanic for the first race. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you want to do it in that, that was order? A good video. I think I you'd rather have a shit vlog, but a bike that's together. Me, I'd rather. I'd that rather. That was good filming. Now. I actually said to Stan last week. Well, it was a bit late when I had the idea, but I said you should go and race Western, and I'll pick crew with you. How good a vlog would that have been? Yeah, it would have been. And he was he like, loves yeah. beach races. Yeah, he was like, I thought about it, but uh, he actually did a beach race the week yeah, before. Two, no, he's done two weekends in a row. No, it was Saturday, Sunday, last weekend. Barmouth. I thought he'd done one before that though. He done. He's done two. Barmouth were twenty minutes, though, weren't yeah, they? Yeah. No, he didn't. He only done Barmouth. Skeggy. Yeah. Not this year. But he does usually do them all. And I said, why don't you do it? And he loves Weston. He gets on really well with Gareth and everything. So we could easily pull it together. And I was like, I was so keen for it to go and get on the pit mm. board and fucking dump the fuel in, get the goggles ready. I love a bit goggle prep. <laughs> And uh, he just wasn't having it. So everyone go and tell Stan he's a, I'll not finish our turn. No. <laughs> right. Start that again. But yeah, <laughs> thanks very much for watching it. Um, thanks for watching. We're probably not going to see Bill for a while. He's going to Spain. We have got a call-in slash um, portable one. We'll yeah, try you can and just get a guest. Who, who, yeah, we'll, who we'll, we'll, we'll sort something out. We'll, we'll, we'll get something together. Well, Matt Bates, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully Matt Bates, a few others. Uh, Doc Wobb's due to come back on. He wants to oh, talk yeah, about it. He likes a good bit of air time, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, we... It'd be nice actually to for him to fill us in about the whole event because that was a huge. He success. wants to talk about his event, what he did right and wrong, and what's coming up because he's doing it again. Tell him bring some spanners if he comes. Yeah, that is a point. Yeah. I promised my dad them for his birthday last year, last May. Well, it, it, Christmas is coming up, so we'll have three sets of. <laughs> Poor Dave, I had a birthday or a Christmas present because I keep telling them they're coming. <laughs> right, we'll catch you all soon. Ta-ra. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.